2: Well, we did to create this ad. To learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from AudioStack.ai.
0: Pittsburgh Steeler fans, it is time once again for the Steelers, not the retro show. I was about to say the retro show, Tony, because we just got done doing that off on our audio only aside,
3: Tony. I know. So, speaking speaking of retro, I love the visor. Is that, a, is that the Rams-Steelers Super Bowl fourteen visor? The one I was talking about yesterday. Yes. Y-
0: yes, it is. Here,
3: let, let, me, uh, <sighs> let me pull that down from
0: 1979. This is an uh, old visor.
3: You are my, so lucky. My parents got me that. They went to the game and left me home. See? And you thought it was a bad uh, time in your life, and you got that visor. Look at that. Unbelievable. <laughs> Son, I wouldn't have took you either. Uh, yeah. Who said, who would say something like that, Tony? Terry Bradshaw. You, I can just picture him saying it too. You got to throw in the hell. He was like, hell son. Uh, I wanted not take taken uh, that's it either. right. Yeah. I, I like, forgot about that part.
0: Thanks Terry Bradshaw. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. Well, I tell you what, it is Monday. Things are heating up. We've been talking about, uh, last week should be crazy. This week's going to be even crazier. Next week, we're going to really be talking about getting into it, because next week is going to be the start of free agency. The tampering period is going to get going. We're going to have so much to talk about, and I'm looking at some of the names here, checking us out, some great friends. I mean, we've got 51 eyes on us just like that, and it's going to grow. And if you're checking us out right now, you are great Steeler fans, and you bleed black and gold, and we cannot do these shows Without you. So thank you to the Jared Devils and the Reginald Rivers and the Tyler's and the Ryan O'Toole's and Gyro and Just Me and Jorge and your boy T Money and and, Harry. and Myrna Jane and bert and Mule Skinner. Thank you to all of you, Kason, Reginald Rivers. If I didn't mention you, thank you to all of you. We appreciate you and we are going to have so much fun tonight as we keep on looking and what the Steelers need to do, and which route we would go for certain positions. You know, we have talked in the past couple weeks what the Steelers should do as far as a center, where they should go for that. We talked last week about the running back position, and we were talking about, I was talking about specifically maybe a Marlon Mack guy. So this week, it's probably a little different how we're going to do this, because... They don't need a wide receiver right away, but who are their arms going to be wide open for, for a receiver? You see what I did there, Tony?
3: I did. I did. Yeah, that was, that was good. I, I mean, with with the receiver uh, room being the way it is, uh, they've, they've set themselves up for uh, nicely. I mean, they have three young guys assuming Juju leaves. So I I think, I think they'll be in good shape. And I think, uh, you know, it's going to be exciting to see what direction they go. Are they going to go in the trash Are they going free agency? It's it's really intriguing. So before I get into that,
0: Joey Jr. asks, no love for me bad. And Joey jo- this is the love I've got for you, Joey Jr. Rochester, right? Rochester, I think I'm right on that. If I am, that's how much love I have for you, buddy. And I got to tell you, if, if I did miss you, it's because you weren't on the screen when I was talking. So As far as that goes, I love you all. I can't say everybody, but I'm going to throw your name in there. Joey Jr., you're the boy. And I got to tell you, if it's Rochester and I'm right, there you go. You're the man. Full service. Full service here. So we're talking about wide receivers and arms wide open. And I got to tell you, maybe I should break into some creed, Tony. I haven't sung
3: for you guys in a while. Should I do that or should I spare these good people? No, no! Don't spare them! Don't spare them! Do it! Do it! They, they, they need to hear this.
0: With arms wide open. All right, that's that's I, I can't do my Scotty Stapp impression, so uh, <laughs> that's uh, I, I guess we won't do that. But let's talk about uh, the Dallas Cowboys real quick, and they had their arms wide open for one Dak Prescott, and Dak is short for Dakota, I believe. I think that's his middle name, but Dak. Is getting some major money. His bank account
3: is going to be wide open, Tony. Oh my goodness, Uh, 126 million guaranteed. Wow! It just goes to show you how how uh, how scarce really good quarterbacks are. And I know Dak's not you know he's probably not a future Hall of Famer, but he's really good. And and it it just it just goes to show you that you have to overpay that to keep the good ones and and Wow. Uh, who would have thought something like Dak Prescott, whatever, uh, get that much money in, guarantee, in, 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 a guaranteed contract. It, it, it's, 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 it's amazing. But again, it's just how, how valuable that position is. A fourth rounder, Tony.
0: Wow. Amazing. Yeah. Right. And you know what, Tony, I know your contract negotiations are, are coming up as well. And, uh, I don't know whether we're going to franchise you, tag you, but as the podcast producer, I might franchise tag you for another year and uh, just pay you pay you the average of the top five uh, BTSC podcasters. So uh we'll it's, see it's we f-
3: fifteen point eight million. Is that what it is? <laughs> like Bud Dupree, if that's the case, then you can you can franchise tag me all you want. Maybe you can, fifteen point eight dollars. Well, okay. Well that's more uh that's more what I'm used to. But, uh, <laughs> I'm gonna be a free agent then. <laughs> There we go. So let's talk about this, guys.
0: There's a there's a lot to talk about. Uh, and remember, in the second half of the show, we are going to tell you who we think the Steelers, uh, what route we think the Steelers should go with as far as wide receiver. And we're going to answer your questions in the second half of the show. So that's going to come up in about 15, 20 minutes as well. Anything on your mind, feel free. And remember, Super Chat's always open, too, if you want to get to the top of the queue. So here we go. Wide receivers. Let's go ahead and take a look at the Steelers' current wide receiver situation. When you're looking at it, you know that Juju is a free agent, and he could command $15, $16 million. I know uh, Pro Football Focus is looking around the $16 million range as a uh, tag for him as well. If you go ahead and look at the editorial side today, I ran my article, Steelers free agent market watch as well. And we're focusing on the wide receivers today. So there's some guys to look at in there. There are some big names out there that, you know, the Steelers, if they can't bring back Juju, they're not going to be bringing back, bringing in guys like Allen Robinson. They're on the list, but they're on the list because that's, that's the list. That's the list. That's right. why it's, it's uh, entitled free agent wide receivers. The Steelers might not be able to afford. <laughs> that, that's why we do that. Right. There's, there's some good names on that list too. And I put some names on the list as well that uh, I moved them up on the list because they are affordable. And there's some guys that we should look at there. But let's talk about the current room. We talked about Juju. All right. We're also going to take a look at guys that you know are going to be back. Chase Claypool. We're going to talk about Deontay Johnson. Remember, he had those 14 drops last year, but after he got called out, after he got benched, he was perfect for the last three games. So he was very good the last three games. Hopefully that's something that, uh, that really helped him out and that was a turning point for him. So another guy we're going to look at is... Every Steeler fan's all American. Everybody loves James Washington, Grandpa Strong. This is a guy that that's just absolutely he's the workhorse of that team. He grew up on a farm and he he's a worker and he's a worker on the team, Tony. So those are three guys to look at as definitely coming back. there there might be there might be a few guys that were on the uh, practice squad as well. Another guy that is an exclusive rights free agent who I believe will be back would be Ray Ray McLeod, and there are some rumors that Ray Ray might be getting a lot of work in the slot because they believe in Ray Ray because he had a pretty good year when they did throw the ball to him. I mean he uh,
3: he has a potential to break one. And yeah, he with more he, chances he will. Sorry, right? Yeah, yeah, no, no. He definitely looks like he could be the real deal as far as a punt returner. And he showed flashes, flashes uh, the, the, the few times that they used him on offense. So, you know, you get him in there with with uh, Matt Canada, he's running the he's show now, that motion offense. I mean, maybe they could do some things with him. There's a, a, a dark horse candidate that's somebody that, that can come in and, and, and maybe really be a diamond in the rough for them. So let me ask you this. And, well, before I do that, let
0: me go ahead and do this. Rhino Tool gives us $5 in the Super Chat. No question, just missed some shows lately and wanted to say hi to Tough Tony and Super Bad. <laughs> I like that. Super Bad, just call me McLovin from the sounds movie like a,
3: Sounds like a, a tag team from the 80s. I yeah, like
0: <laughs> Tough Tony and Super, in this corner, Tough Tony and Super Bad. And I gotta right. tell you what, we would be dirty and we would be heels. We would be the Absolutely, bad
3: guys. absolutely.
0: We would have fit, we used to joke about this, we would have been
3: four horsemen. I, I, I just wanted to be the manager. I, I always wanted to be a manager, just a, a, a Weasley manager. My son's Godfather
0: is a Weasley manager in the Baltimore yes. area. And he won, um, about five, six years ago, he won like, a uh, independent wrestling magazines manager of the year for like three straight years. It's like,
3: that's awesome. And that's I was, awesome. at,
0: I was at a wrestling match where he came into my town and, uh, this woman next to me with with like a five-year-old boy was like, That guy is the worst. He is so <laughs> awful. And I said, and I, I laughed. I said, you know, would you believe that he's one of the nicest people you've ever met? He's like, Wow, he, he seems like such a weasel. I'm like, eh, just trust me. After the <laughs> match, he comes down to say hello to me. But before he before he see before he says hello to me, he saw me. He went over to that kid, gave him like a a t a t-shirt. It said, "Hey, buddy, did you have fun at the match? Wasn't that awesome?" And, <laughs> and the woman's like, "You're right." I'm like, "I told you."
3: <laughs> those independent shows are, are fantastic. I, I went to one about five, six, seven years ago. My cousin's a big fan, and those are great. And the people in the stands—they're—they're—they're—they're <laughs> they're, they're, they're more prone to suspending their disbelief than anybody else. It, it's really a, a great, a great uh, scene. I, I love it.
0: And this guy, his son's godfather. This is my son's godfather. His son's godfather was a guy. uh, May he rest in peace. You might have heard of him, Nikolai Volkov.
3: Oh yeah, absolutely. From the '80s.
0: He has some great stories, uh, especially Iron Sheik stories. But hey, I digress. This isn't a wrestling show, but I had to just throw that out since you said that. That was a lot of a lot of fun. Let's get back to the Steelers. we were talking to We were talking about Ray Ray McLeod, and I think he's back. I think they're going to give him a deal, just like they did J.C. Hassenhauer. Uh, I, uh, you're going to see uh, Mick Spillane get get some uh, those exclusive rights free agents. You know, if you, they want you back, they're going to bring you back, and it's it's smart to bring those guys back. Um, Lumber Zach says, "Hey, remember Devonte Adams dropped a ton of passes in the second year." Just saying. I like that because I'm really excited about Deontay Johnson in his third year. I, I really think he's going to carry the team. I, uh, I really like everything that uh, everybody's saying about him, but let me ask you about a guy, Tony, his name came up today. Bob Labriola is kind of uh, seagulling this guy. Um, you know, dropping bombs on him and uh, flying out of the room. And I, I got to tell you, Chase Claypool, they're calling him a diva, but I liked everything I saw from him last year.
3: Yeah, that that was completely out of left field. I didn't get that at all, especially from uh, an in-house writer, somebody that writes for for the actual team. Why you would bring that up and and not elaborate, Labriola? Like, why don't you elaborate? What when you call him a diva, you say his diva what quotient was increased as the as the year um, progressed? What do you mean by that? Was he? unhappy that he was getting targeted less. Was he being a jerk? Was he, was he driving down McKnight road hundred miles an hour? What do you mean by diva to me? That's like, when people say diva now, there's such a, there's so much weight behind that for a receiver. It's such an unfair thing to call a receiver in today's day and age, because people automatically they think of T O they think of, of a B and, and, and to me, that's just a horrible thing to say. The, the, the guy, the kid had a fantastic rookie year. Um, he should be celebrated. Uh, you know, I don't remember anybody saying anything about R- Louis Lips going into his second year. This guy was what, the rookie of the year, and you're and you're putting him on blast. It was the biggest Steeler news story, maybe one of the biggest football news stories of the day. People are, are speculating on it. Uh, reporters were fighting with each other on Twitter. It was just ridiculous. What 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 has the guy done? Uh, and, and you know what 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 diva like behavior are you talking about? That's what I want to know. If it's just Uh, social media stuff. To me, that's just ridiculous. I mean, they're all going to be on social media. They're all in their early 20s. That's a sign of times. If that bothers you that much, just get out of football. That's just, sorry for the rant, but to me, that was just ridiculous by him. He should know better.
0: You know what? I I was surprised with it too. Here's the thing about Claypole and any player. You come in humble because you come in as a second round pick and you're glad to make the team. And then you are introduced to a little bit of fame and things change a little bit. Remember Ben came in a lot more humble too. And uh, his ego got out of control early. He did. He was able to eventually uh, reel that in from what a lot of people were saying. Um, I remember a story, uh, you know, Sean Sweezin was on the team in 2005 and he was gone. And then he came back in 2010 and said, you know, Ben's a completely different guy. He's He's really professional now. Um, but he was insufferable back then. I mean, he was full of himself. And I think you get that success when you first start out and uh, I mean you come in humble and then you start getting success. you start being uh, celebrated and maybe you're not doing the things that uh, you're not doing the things that the media or the fans want you to do because you can't because because uh, you're more sought after. You know, right so so there's a there's some things there. So as far as I'm saying, um, Devin Logan, I like this. Devin Logan says, you know, maybe it's uh, maybe it's just because he's on TikTok.
3: <laughs> that wouldn't surprise me. It so seems but, to be a a thorn, and it seems to be like a, 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 a peep, peep, lo- too many people overreact to TikTok in, in my opinion. But here's here's the thing. Le- let me ask you about this. I don't
0: love the TikTok stuff, and maybe that's just old man bad. Um, coming out. But I will say this, with, with one or two exceptions, and the one exception being the Cincinnati game, Juju's TikTok adventures really did not affect him on the field. The only reason it affected him on the uh, on the football field against Cincinnati is because they were targeting him, and they, they were headhunting him, and they hit him so hard that he fumbled, and, and Cincinnati recovered early in the game. It did hurt, but he, there's a lot of stuff that he quit doing. I mean, he learned some lessons there, but you know, there's a lot of diva ishness in uh Juju Smith Schuster, but the difference is he's not a problem in the locker room. Right. And he's not a problem on the field. 98% of the time.
3: Yeah. And and it, it, I guess it all depends on what you think a diva is to me. A diva is somebody who like T.O. Remember the, uh, the Steelers Eagles game we, we did on the retro show a while yep. back where T.O. was following Donovan McNabb around on the sideline and in his ear, the whole game, give me the ball, give me the ball. That's to me, that's diva short or like Antonio Brown living off campus at training camp or, you know, Facebook live, if, if you know, but this kind of stuff to me, uh, dancing on logos and, and, and dancing in the end zone and TikTok And it's just a sign of the times to me. I don't think that's, 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 uh, Diva. it's like it's like um I think Ron Cooker maybe it was uh somebody on the fan today, they they said had a great point they said this is no different than Joe Namath doing all the commercials back in the late 60s when he was the number one you know player in the NFL no, number one celebrity player anyway I mean it's, it's no different it's just uh I think it's the people put too much stock in it and and they and they, they, they they look at that when when a, when a team does not win, they look at all these little things all these intangibles that don't really matter and I, you know, I, I don't know. To me, I, I don't, I don't see diva and Chase Clay. At least not yet. But I think we're all, we're all a little bit um, burned by Antonio Brown, so we think every, every receiver that shows any kind of personality is going to turn into a problem.
0: Yeah, and I agree with that as well. Uh, so you know, we'll look at it. You could look on the uh, live chat. There's, there's a lot of, uh, there's a lot of different opinions as far as TikTok and. And the and divas, I mean, and there's dissenting, you know, opinions as well. And I appreciate everybody's opinion there too. Um, Thaddeus says Deion Sanders back in the day was the definition of a diva. Yeah, he really was. Chad Ocho Ocho, um, Chad Ocho Cinco was, uh, definitely a, a diva. Um, you know, there's there's some guys that you definitely look at here. We, but you're right, Tony, when you say we suffered, um, not really on the field from the diva that was antonio brown but uh we uh we definitely suffered with what happened afterwards um did he do us a favor in the long run who who knows but that that kind of blew up and so we're thinking about that a lot but this is march 8th news and march 8th, 8th news is soon going to be forgotten um in the next couple days. So that's something to look at. So what we're going to do is we are going to take a break, Tonster, and we are going to come back right after this. And I'm going to tell you who I think the Steelers should take a look at. I, I think you're going to think I'm a little crazy with this, but I think when we're talking about the whole diva thing, I think you bring in an anti-diva and you bring them in for a little bit of age and maturity and some stability too just to help things out and i think it could make a difference so we're going to do that right after this as we talk about the wide receivers if you are on youtube or facebook stick around take a quick stretch we're going to pause for 10 seconds and if you are not if you're checking us out on any of our fa- not yet tony not yet not oh, yet sorry. what are I'm you sorry. flexing man come on i've been i've been working out I'm so,
3: i've been spinning sorry yeah Yeah,
0: I've been been into fitness too, fitting everything (laughs) I can, fitting this burger in my mouth. You know, that old joke. Um, So uh, if you're on the podcast platform, just go ahead and find number two. It's as simple as that. And we appreciate you coming back for number two. You're not going to want to miss part two because it's going to be pretty good. I'm telling you right now. We'll see it. Talk to you soon. Right after this.